Coming up on today's Lockdown Dodgers, the Dodgers looked worse than these broken headphones I have on my head. They got swept by the Giants, uh, but more importantly, the Dodgers lost their ace for at least two months. We're going to talk about Walker Buehler. We're going to talk about getting swept and try to find some silver linings uh, after a bad weekend. So that's what's on tap, so make sure to keep it Locked On Dodgers. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, 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 Dodger fans, welcome to Locked On Dodgers. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, more odds, and more lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Locked On Dodgers, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube simply by searching for Locked On Dodgers. And make it easier on yourself and subscribe in all those places because uh, you we're not going to miss a day, so now you shouldn't miss a day. So subscribe. If this is your first time listening or watching, I'm Vince Samperio. I'm usually here with the co-host. His name is Jeff Snyder, uh, but he covered for me a couple days last week. He's not feeling 100% today, so I'm going to take on today's episode. And like I mentioned uh, at the start of the show, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my headphones look a little weird. Uh, my headphones broke over the weekend and i haven't been able to replace them yet so if uh just try to ignore the way they look and it was a perfect comparison to how the dodgers looked this weekend which was uh broken are they broken in general no but they had a big loss that happened this weekend walker bueller pitched and did not go into the fifth inning came out after four innings uh, after they called it uh, so he had elbow discomfort that he was going to get an MRI. The MRI did not reveal UCL tear, which is uh, pretty great. He does not need surgery, but he does. They are calling it a flexor strain. He is out six to eight weeks. And now we sit in a timeline where if everything goes right, we won't see Walker Buehler pitching for the Dodgers again, probably until September. So what does it mean for the Dodgers now? What does it mean for the Dodgers the rest of the season? What does it mean for the Dodgers into October, um, obviously losing your ace doesn't look good for the now, for the pre- for the now, for the immediate future, and for the and for the future of the season. Uh, but the good thing is the Dodgers can weather this storm. They can be fine in the regular season. Um, they will have to figure things out or hope for everything to go right in order for them to not be affected in the postseason. Uh, but first, let's talk about the now. Walker Buehler out. Um, the Dodgers just got Clayton Kershaw back, who also pitched this weekend. We'll talk about that. So you got Kershaw, Julio, Tyler Anderson, Tony Gonsolin, Andrew Heaney almost coming back. And then you got Ryan Pepio, Michael Grove, and Mitch White all able to step in for spot starts. So the Dodgers can, I wouldn't even call it treading water. That's still, uh, not a top tier rotation, but that's still a good enough rotation with this offense to be one of the best teams in baseball, especially if Kershaw pitches how he was before the injury, especially if Heaney comes back and pitches uh, even 80% of what he was before his injury. If Tony Gonsolin keeps it up, Tyler Anderson keeps it up, and Julio continues to do what he's been doing. Now that's counting on a lot of things, like I just said, to keep up. 
That's counting on Heaney and Kershaw and Gonsolin and Anderson to all be as good as they've been so far this season. There's not a lot of reason to believe they won't be, but it's also a long season. So you're counting on that. But I still think overall, you know, they could. there's a lot of teams in worse spots in terms of rotation. Um, where it goes for the rest of the season, I think it's similar as of now. They can still get by. The, reg- the rest of the regular season, they can still win the NOS with this current rotation and current crop of arms they have. Is that how it's going to be? I don't think so. You know, the Dodgers have shown in the past uh, to go out there and acquire top talent when top talent is needed. Um, And as we even saw last year, the Dodgers had a top talent in Trevor Bauer. He went on administrative leave and the Dodgers ended up bringing in Max Scherzer. And Max Scherzer, you know, pitched very well for the Dodgers up until the postseason where a little bit of mixed results and then a sore arm. But, you know, that's not what we're here to talk about. Do I think this makes the Dodgers more likely to trade for a starting pitcher at the deadline? Yeah, obviously, uh, because you need everything to go right and Bueller's arm to respond well in order for you to have Walker Bueller in your rotation in October. Now, is there somebody out there that's good enough, that's good or better than Walker Bueller that can be had? That remains to be seen. There's guys with good stuff, Frankie Montas, Luis Castillo. The two names that will be linked to the Dodgers now the rest of the way until they get traded somewhere else or to the Dodgers. Those guys have really good stuff. They haven't been able to put it together all the way yet. Can the Dodgers help with that? Possibly. Are they number one aces? No. Um, But I do think the Dodgers were already going to be on the starting pitcher market. And now they're going to be on it a little bit stronger. Um, Maybe even getting into... I don't know if they'll get into a bidding more, uh, but the Dodgers do have a lot of arms uh, and depth to deal from if need be. So now we're going to have to look. And There's two off days this week, so I'm sure we'll talk about it more. Who else is out there that the Dodgers can go get that would theoretically be available? You know, Montas, Castillo, Tyler Molly would be the three right now that were the same ones from, the, from this offseason. But now we're going to have to look a little bit deeper. Now, what does this mean for the Dodgers for October? Not great. Um, You know, a a rotation, a top three of Bueller, Julio, Kershaw, and then, you know, Heaney, Gonsolin, Anderson, whoever's pitching the best at the time behind them. That's a strong rotation. You know, is it as good as some other teams? No, but you pair with the Dodgers offense and and that's a World Series contender still. Now you bump that off. You got Julio, Kershaw, Gonsolin, maybe. You know, Heaney Anderson also there. And that's not as formidable. And now you're counting on your offense a little bit more, putting a little bit more pressure, and, you know, things start to be affected. What it what helps is for October, the Dodgers have a good bullpen. And, you know, they can shorten games. They can say, hey, we only need you you know, Tyler Anderson or Tony Gonsolin or whoever. We only need you to go through the lineup twice, and we can handle the rest. Is that ideal? No. Um, Can it be done efficiently? Possibly. But it just opens up your margin for error a little bit more. And Walker Buehler is a guy that you've been able to slot in for the last three, four years. Um, You know, four years, 18, 19, 20, 21 been able to slot a man at the top, either game one, game two, whatever it was, and not have to worry about it. 
and now you that's in jeopardy and when it comes down to it you know assuming it's just a strain assuming the rest does him well assuming he takes the full eight weeks off because that's that's six to eight weeks of not touching a baseball not throwing a baseball so let's just say it takes the full eight weeks that puts you july 13th august 13th as of now you know august 11th we'll put it whatever the date he got hurt all right so now you have a month to start throwing and try to ramp up uh, to be able to pitch in major leagues so let's just say another six weeks of ramping up and two rehab starts all right now you're looking at middle of september to come back you're looking at hopefully two to three starts in late september and then you're heading right into october is it possible yes do i expect it to happen i don't know you know i don't know but what i think changes today with walker this injury uh, is just now starting pitching becomes a little bit more of a necessity rather than a luxury we're looking for. Andrew Friedman isn't going to be desperate, but he's a little bit more desperate than he was three days ago, four days ago, whatever whatever it was. So are the Dodgers fine? Yes, for now. Can the Dodgers still win the NOS? Yes, for now. Can the Dodgers win the World Series? Technically, yes, uh, but it's a lot harder if they don't have Walker Buehler or somebody with the same caliber of stuff that he has. So now it's on the front office to determine what they're willing to pay in order to get another arm in here. Or if they think that the arms that they have are good enough, they think Tony Gonson is going to continue to pitch uh, under two ERA. They think Andrew Heaney is going to come back and never allow around the whole season. And they think Kershaw is going to hold up healthy. That's the other part too. Everyone has to stay healthy now in order for this to work out. So, yeah, the desperation meter went up a little bit. I don't think it's at panic mode. I do think it's at, okay, let's see what we need to do mode. Let's talk about Clayton Kershaw. Let's talk about how he looked. But first, let's talk about Athletic Greens. Because Athletic Greens is something that I've been using every day now for a while. And starting to make me feel better. And what Athletic Greens does for me is might be different for what it is for you, but what it can do for you can get you some better gut health, more energy, optimize immune system, uh, reduce the number of pills slash vitamins you need to take. It's a supplement that tastes great, and you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Just throw a scoop of it in your water, throw a scoop of it in your coffee, I guess, if you want. Throw a scoop of it in your shake or whatever you take in the morning and let it do the work. You don't have to take a bunch of multivitamins. You don't have to, you know, do all that kind of stuff. It comes one easy way for you. Less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and cheaper than your cold brew habit, cheaper than getting a bunch of different supplements. It's all in one right there for you. And Athletic Greens is making it even easier for you to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition because they're giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's 
talk about NBA Mock Draft. The ultimate NBA Mock Draft for the Lockdown Network starts June 16th with over four, oh no, with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA Mock Draft presented by the Lockdown NBA and Lockdown Network. The Lockdown NBA Big Board Draft Experts and the Odyssey Insiders, they make the first pick June 16th. Just search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. All right, let's talk about a pitcher who is back from injury, and that's Clayton Kershaw, and he pitched on Saturday, and he did all right. He, you know, didn't set the world on fire, but he looked health. Well, he was healthy. He came, woke up the next day, and uh, his arm was still on, so that was good, and he looked good enough, and he did end up taking the loss. Uh, but that's more on the Dodgers' offense than the way Kershaw pitched. He did give up a couple runs. He did only go four innings. Uh, but he did have four strikeouts, did have two walks, and, you know, he looked good. He he His slider, what didn't look good was a slider. His slider uh, was susceptible to hanging, which is how he gave up one home run and a couple of those hits. But that's just, you know, slider's a field pitch. It's going to happen. He's got, he's, I'm sure it'll be fine by this next start out. Curveball looked good. Fastball looked normal. Kershaw looked like Kershaw just obviously couldn't go as deep and slider stayed flat a little bit. Other than that, I like what I saw, and it comes at a good time for the Dodgers now, obviously, with Bueller being out, um, you know, and everything else. But, yeah, Kershaw looked good. Um, but let's talk about the game that he pitched. The Dodgers had 13 hits in that game, and they scored just two runs. And it was not fun to watch. And... It was probably one of the more annoying games of the season. Uh, the Dodgers lost 3-2. The Giants threw a bullpen game. And like I mentioned, the Dodgers had left 33 men on base. 33 men on base. Um, not ideal. And it goes into a little bit deeper thing of the Dodgers offense and how they've been performing lately. And it goes to... You know who the catalyst of the team is? It's Mookie Betts. When Mookie goes, the Dodgers go. And Mookie's in a bit of a slump. The last 15 days, uh, 14 games, Mookie Betts has 13 hits in 61 at-bats. He's hitting 213 with an OPS of 594, 11 strikeouts in those 14 games, and just three walks. He's not getting on base. The Dodgers aren't scoring as often. And you look at it just the last two weeks, the players that are getting the most at-bats for the Dodgers, top five, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Will Smith, Justin Turner. Mookie Betts' OPS is 594. Freddie Freeman's OPS is 603. Justin Turner's OPS is 500. And he's hitting 174. Trey Turner is playing well enough. Will Smith is, uh, I think, on an eight-game hit streak right now, so he's playing well. But when Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman aren't going, the Dodgers offense ain't going. What a surprise. And that's how it's been. The other part, too, is hitting when runners in scoring position. Um, you know, the Dodgers aren't hitting in general. You know, Mookie Betts and, and everybody else aren't hitting in general. But where runners in scoring position, they are not hitting well at all. And I think, I forget what the exact number was. I think it was like 170 or 190-something going into Sunday's game. Uh, in the last 14 games, I want to say, is what they said on the broadcast. And that's not going to cut it. You know, overall in the season, yeah, the Dodgers are hitting 270-something. 
Um, but in the last two weeks, when they've struggled a little bit, they're not hitting 270-something. They're hitting under 200. And for an offense with this much talent, it, it's just frustrating. You know, it's obviously more frustrating when it happens uh, against the rival team and a team that's chasing you in the division. And especially with the Padres playing well recently, that you know, the Padres could have taken sole possession of first place with the win on Sunday, uh, but they ended up losing as well. So it goes to show that, you know, when the Dodgers are going good, um, it's Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. And when the Dodgers aren't going good, it's Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman for the most part. Everyone else, you know, has their times and roles. And, you know, Trey Turner is up with those three guys. You know, if those three are going. But you need at least two of them going in order for this offense to be somewhat decent. Um, and even, you know, Trey Turner has been doing pretty well lately. I think he's on a five or six game hit streak now. But, you know, with Freddie and Mookie struggling, not ideal. You know, and we've talked about before how. You know, those guys coming up in big spots, you expect them to do something, expect them to, you know, help out, put the ball in play or whatever the case is. And it, it's just situational hitting. They, they're not – it's not there right now. Mookie Betts looks a little bit lost, um, guessing a lot, taking pitches that he should probably be swinging at, swinging at pitches he should be taking. And, you know, a couple times over the weekend, he came up in big spots and just look completely overmatched. And, you know, we've seen Mookie look like this uh, just not that long ago, the beginning of the season. And, you know, I'm not concerned about it, um, but it's just frustrating in the moment, obviously, of, uh, you know, what it looks like. Um, in terms of runs scored, the Dodgers in the last two weeks are in the in the last five, I think they're 26, 24th, uh, and runs scored in all of baseball. So they're not putting up runs. It's a struggle all around. But it goes with the top of the order. And it goes a little bit about something Dave Roberts talked about. Um, you know, he's unhappy with what's been going on lately. Uh, he said the Dodgers would have a lot of conversations. He thought that they figured out that a team meeting isn't necessary yet. But he said the team has lacked, uh, quote, doing what it takes to win end quote this month and he says it's getting more clear that we're not doing enough to win baseball games we're too talented it's not about trying we all know it's not a try league we all need to come together to start winning baseball games that's the only goal and yeah i mean it's one of those things where we've seen this team uh handle adversity in different ways we've seen this team be good we've seen this team struggle but when it comes down to what they need to do it's slow the game down, have some better at-bats in situational, uh, you know, in difference, in big situations, different situations, and try to hit the ball. <laughs> I mean, it comes down. It's not that easy, but, uh, you know, it, it really comes down to these guys got to hit the ball. So that's where we're at now. We're going to come back and try to find some silver linings, try to find what's good about coming up and how the Dodgers can improve and things of that nature. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats, all your sports information, all your sports podcasts. They got everything right there, easy to use for you on their website, BetOnline.net. They got all the latest sports developments, all the latest news and odds, including this year's basketball championships, uh, NHL, Stanley Cup championships coming up, MLB, 
MMA, UFC, boxing, all that good stuff right there. One website. Go check it out, betonline.net. Your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today on your laptop or mobile device. Learn more about all the trends. Learn more about all the action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so what is good about the Dodgers um, so far in this month of June? And you go to some individual talent. You go to some individual players that have played well uh, so far in this month. And I think you look at a guy like Will Smith, who's starting to pick it up. A guy who, you know, sits in the middle of that Dodgers order and is expected to do some damage. And, you know, he's hitting 314 in the month of June, 943 OPS, a couple home runs, um, six strikeouts, five walks, you know, a couple doubles. He's been a guy that, that's been good for the Dodgers. Trey Turner, you know, continues to get hits when he can. He did have a little bit of a running mishap on Sunday that was frustrating with two outs and a ball hit. He, for some reason, wasn't dead sprint. Once the ball left the bat and for he would have easily scored and he didn't easily score and he didn't score at all, actually. And I think that's one of those things Roberts is talking about where we're not doing enough to win, you know, not a, a matter of trying, you know, Trey Turner sprinting right there, knowing the situation wasn't a matter of trying. It was a matter of knowing it was a matter of awareness it was a matter of, you know, being in the game, and that was a little mental lapse. And you get a couple mental lapses here and there, and they add up, um, especially against a team like the Giants, who are well-coached, well-fundamental. They have guys that know their roles. They have guys that have specific roles. And, you know, we saw them last year. They were tough, and they're still tough this year. And, and you know, they're right there. I think they're within three, four games now, the Dodgers, after sweeping them. Uh, maybe even two, three games now. So it's a matter of doing those little things. Um, when you look at Gavin Lux, he's been on fire this month, for hitting over 400 in the month of June. Still not seeing that power. He did hit one home run, but uh, one home run, one double, a lot of singles. But, hey, he's getting on base, and it's up to the guys at the top of the order you know, to put him in. He's been on base. Um, he has the highest on base percentage of the team in the month of June. Uh, yet he's only scored five runs total. He has 14 hits and four walks. He's been on base at least 18 times, um, maybe a little bit more. He scored five times. That's not going to cut it, especially when he's been at the top, at the bottom of the lineup, and knowing that Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, or and even Trey Turner have chances to drive him in, they're not able to do so. So frustrating on that end in terms of that. <clears throat> Chris Taylor's been hitting well this month. He's had an OPS over 800. Um, but still, came up a couple times over the weekend in key situations, key spots, and, uh, you know, wasn't able to come through. So what is there to look forward to? Well, the Dodgers aren't playing the Giants, so that's something to look forward to. They got two off days this week. That's something to look forward to. They are playing the Angels, which should be something to look forward to, although the Dodgers have always seemed to have a little bit of trouble with the Angels, even uh, when the Angels are good or bad. The Angels, I don't know what to make of them right now. They were good, um, and then they were bad for a while. They lost 14 in a row, and their manager was fired. And 
Now, I don't know what to make of it, but um, the Dodgers are coming back home. They have two off days. They play the Angels, who aren't our mid-lean team at the moment. They play the Guardians, who are a mid-lean team. They should win those games. They should be happy to be back home. They should be able to score some runs. They are not going to have to face Shohei Otani, I don't believe, who is the Angels' best pitcher. So, they... Yeah, I think all that's all that is is something to look forward to. Like I said, coming back home, playing teams that aren't supposed to be as good and don't have as good pitching, and you know, just kind of turning the page, getting past this weekend, and and figuring things out. And I think that's what there is to look forward to, and that's what they're going to have to look forward to for now. And I think it's a matter of you know, these guys are are vet- A lot of these guys are veterans. They understand. Um, I know sometimes as fans, you know, we think maybe they don't care enough or they don't care as much as we do. And I don't, you know, it's not a matter of they don't care as much as we do. But for them, let's just say, you know, a loss of the Giants does suck for them in terms of it counts double because it's a division game. But it's not a matter of, you know, losing to the Pirates and losing to the Giants have similar feelings for the players, at least in a 162-game season. Whereas fans, losing to the Giants is a lot more annoying than losing to the Pirates in terms of, you know, not more annoying because the Pirates are a worse team and the Dodgers should be beating them, but just, you know, it's a rivalry game. You know, I'm sure there was a lot, or there was a lot, a lot of Dodger fans uh, in San Francisco this weekend, a lot of them at Oracle Park uh, cheering on the Dodgers, and none of them got to see a win. I know how frustrating that is. I, when I used to live in the Bay, the Dodgers, and I'd go up there, and I saw the Dodgers lose, I think, like four or five games in a row before they finally won one up there in San Francisco. And it's not fun, uh, but it's a long season, and the Dodgers are going through a little bit of a slump right now. And I think they're going to pick it up. I think Mookie Betts is going to figure it out. I think he's going to take this off day mentally reset. I think Freddie Freeman is going to take this off day to mentally reset, and they're going to figure it out. They're going to come back home, and they're going to be hot, and they're going to have a a nice week where we can talk about more wins and no losses, hopefully. Um, Other than that, there's not, you know, we could go through, we could have went through every single game, but... Who wants to relive those frustrating games? I know I don't want to. I don't want to relive all those missed situations where runners in scoring position, where runners on base, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, one thing that did happen on Sunday is Taylor came out of the game after crashing into a wall. A um, little bit of a gash, but I think he may need stitches. I don't remember what the final word was, uh, but he shouldn't have to miss extended time. Um, Kershaw's back. Walker Buehler's not. Justin Brewer was sent down. Michael Grove was called up. Um, you know, that's how those things went over the weekend. And Heaney, second rehab star, Andrew Heaney, four and a third, shutout innings, two hits, striking, uh, struck out five. So now he has ten strikeouts and seven and a third rehab innings. He'll need one more rehab start, and then he should be able to pitch for the Dodgers soon. That's something to look forward to, Andrew Heaney coming back. So, 
All in all, uh, try to forget the weekend. Um, we obviously cannot forget the fact that Walker Buehler is injured, but the Dodgers will be fine. And now we look towards new names to talk about in terms of trade opportunities. So that's where we're sitting at now in terms of uh, the Dodgers. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. For another listen, check out Locked On MLB with Paul Francis Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully. He brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. I know I just said that, but I'm going to say it again. If you aren't listening every single day, we'd love if you could. You know, After a win, after a loss, after a day off, whatever it is, throw on Locked On Dodgers. Hopefully we're giving you at least one or two things you can take away from. A couple nuggets here to throw around with your friends and uh, seem like a little bit of a Dodger fan that knows what he's talking about. So check us out, social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Locked on Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter at Snydog. I'm at Vince Samperio. DMs are open on all those accounts if you need to get a hold of us. You can also get a hold of us via email, LockedOnDodgers at gmail.com or voicemail text 323-863-5625. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be with us. When you get in your car or if you're at home, tell your smart device play podcast, Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one.